You ready? Quiet. Duolingo won't be bullying me while I'm talking. <laughs> I don't have Duolingo. Well, if you want to be bullied by an owl, <laughs> get Duolingo. Okay. <laughs> I'm St. Pete Sam, and that's my brother, Max Flowers, and this is Under the Influencer. A show where we sit down for a drink with the influential people of Tampa Bay. And today, I'm excited to welcome somebody I got to know through my time at the radio station, and I love following on Instagram. The fun foodie mama, Kiva, is here. Thank you for coming. Yes. So excited. I know. So Same. excited. And I was like scrolling through your Instagram, trying to kind of figure out where you started. And I can't figure it out because you've got so much going on. I know. So please. Too just, much. Let, <laughs> let's just start at the beginning with kind of how you, how your social media game took off. I know it's food. Was it cooking? Was it going to local restaurants? Well, actually, it was the mom stuff. So, oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Start off as like solely a mom blogger. I call myself the accidental stay-at-home mom because <laughs> one day I just got so fed up with my job, I literally just walked out. Yes. I was like, I you're what we all dream about sometimes. Right. Yeah. I don't recommend doing that. But previously, my husband had seen had seen me so stressed. He was like, just like quit your job. Like, why are you doing all this? So one day I, I just had enough. So I walked out and I'm like, okay, so now what do I do? Cause, um, I, I don't have a role in it at a, you know, corporation. Um, I'm a mom. So I guess I'll, I'll be a stay at home mom. <laughs> <laughs> totally accidental. So that wasn't planned. Okay. When, uh, when approximately was this? This was, uh, 2015. Oh, wow. So I didn't okay. start my social, you know, account, like, you know, calling myself the mom blogger until like 2018. Cause at that point it had been three years in, I was like, I need to find a way to talk to people besides little kids at home. And I just needed an outlet. <laughs> so the blog became like an outlet, a way for me to kind of like share mom stories, you know, see how other people are handling, you know, being a mom and just kind of being, you know, with your kids all the time. So yeah, you do need, I know, you need that outlet because yeah. I have a lot of mom friends who I know sometimes don't see a lot of adults and right. you'll come over and visit. They're like, do you want a cookie? I'm like, uh, girl, <laughs> or, I need a drink. <laughs> <laughs> or I feel like social media sometimes almost romanticizes like being a stay at home mom. You watch all these like TikTok. aesthetically pleasing TikToks and yeah. these women having, but it, I have heard similarly, like you do need different outlets. You have to yeah. remember you have your own identity. Right. <laughs> so you can, you can like feel isolated because like your friends are at work and you're home with your kids. And sometimes like your conversations changes because you don't have any similarities anymore. So you kind of lose yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you want to be like the fun mom, the cool mom, because that's what Instagram tells you to do. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so, yeah, you get lost in this like mom role and kind of just lose yourself. So. That was a way for me to kind of like find things that I love. I did enjoy, you know, being home with my kids, but I also love food and doing food reviews. So kind of combine the two, you know. Now, were you, were you, what, how were you blogging? Was it, was it just like a, was it a webpage or were you using social media? Or just Instagram just at first. Yeah. Oh, okay. And yeah. Then I, you know, you know, as I kind of grew, I was like, well, I guess I got to get a blog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it just kind of happened, you know, slowly. And then you're, you're also working with Tampa Bay Parenting Magazine now, right? Yeah, so I am a contributor because I, I write some of their columns. So, you know, just kind of reaching out to different places, platforms that are larger than, you know, yourself to kind of get your name out there and share, you know, your stories, but on a larger scale. So have you found a way to make this something lucrative or is it more of a hobby still? What are some of your goals? So that's a good question. You know, when you're scrolling through TikTok, people are sharing how they're monetizing, how they're yeah. doing this stuff. Oh, yeah. But it, like, it takes dedication. Oh, and, yeah. you know, at first it was like a, just an outlet for me. So I wasn't really trying to monetize it. But when I noticed that you can, like brands want to work with you, they want to sh share your stories. You know, you got to do the research and figure out how you can make money. So I would say both. Like I'm, I'm getting there, but I still need, you know, work. Mm -hmm. Well, you have, uh, we had on episode Three, I think, is it Alexia Gonzalez? Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. she, if if you want to go follow somebody who um, 
she has figured out how to way to monetize a following. And she was talking about like micro influencers now, how it's yeah. more about having a smaller following, but being very focused on your audience and focused locally. And I feel like you are right in that sweet you, spot. Yeah. You really are. I'm like, you are everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just enjoy it now. So it's like one of those things where it starts off as, you know, an outlet that you needed to kind of like help your mental health. But then it's like, wow, it's growing. And I feel like I'm connected with people. And I really love that part of it. Yeah, that's really cool. I remember I've met you for the first time when we went to that Rays game, yeah, which was, was so fun. fun. We did a little Hot 101.5 like in the suite at the Rays game. Oh. Was so cool. I, I just rewatched that video and I was like, man, that feels like so long ago. But that was a fun night. We had the... The cocktails were flowing. Yes. <laughs> it, was, it was an interesting crowd because, like, people were there with their either by themselves or with their friends or with their, you know, boo, whatever. But it was fun. Like, you and Scott were, like, the host, and y'all, you know, did us right. Yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time. Oh. Are we doing that again? I mean, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Go away. I know. Like, can I get an invite this yeah, time? Yeah, this time. This time. <laughs> it is. Well, now, you know, there's no football right now. There's no hockey oh it's all about so baseball sad. so yeah. maybe they should have under the influencer podcast in yeah. a suite hey i think so a live <laughs> broadcast oh my god that would be so cool imagine us trying to call a baseball game by the Well, you know, you always come on, I feel like I've talked to you more in uh, February with the Tampa Bay BEC. So, and that's like just one of many things you have going on. So I kind of wanted to touch on, is that something, what is the activation of that all year long? And kind of explain what it is. So that's something I started with uh, my friend Karima. So I just kind of um, collaborate. I'm big on collaborations. I feel like sometimes, you know, when people come together, you can amplify what you're doing. So we love sharing about black owned businesses because in 2020, like a lot of people were highlighting them and, you know, it was a trendy thing to do, but <laughs> we were like, you know, we want to keep this going. We don't right. want it to be a trend because we have yeah. kids who are looking up to us. Representation matters. So we said, Hey, how can we do this in a fun way? And so she's a crafter. She made this like cool bingo card and, you know, me just kind of having connections and knowing people around. We were like, let's come together and just kind of shout out this cool bingo card and how people can go to different black owned businesses and um, just, know who they are in the, in the community. Sometimes people don't know that, hey, mm -hmm. this laundromat or this food store, this nail salon, it's black owned. I want to support it. You know, things like that. Yeah, yeah. So you would like fill out the bingo card as you went to the places, which honestly, people love a game. I yes. love an activity. <laughs> exactly. I'm all about that. You know, it's funny because. <laughs> That's the mom in you. <laughs> <laughs> so at the time, Scott like slid into our DMs. He was like, he shared about it. And I was like, oh my God, like. I should ask him, can we come on there? Yeah. I was so scared. But I was like, hi, can we like come on and talk about that? And he was so nice. That's how I met you, right? Yes, yeah. yes. And uh, and yeah, we love sharing those things. And so what happens all the rest of the year? Like what are the things you have coming up? So I also partner with um, a restaurant owner because as being a foodie, you know, having a food blog, I go to different restaurants and there's Eggs Up Grill in Riverview. And um, I needed to raise money. During um, like April, I was part of some fundraiser, and I was like, how can I do this in a fun way? So I was like, I should have a brunch. <gasps> so I reached Love out brunch. to a restaurant owner. I was like, hey, can I host a brunch here? And we like collaborate. So she has a, a restaurant in Riverview that has like this really cool like seating area that can hold like 20 people. So we just started collaborating with that, and it turned into something called Business Women Who Brunch. And it's, it's really taken off. Oh, my God. I, th I think I saw that on your page. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I will throw on a wig and <laughs> pretend to be a businesswoman and join you. <laughs> but um, I listened to the first podcast and I was cracking up because we have a lot of similarities. Like, yeah. okay, so I'm I went to school for um, dance. I was like in the performing arts. Um, oh, really? Program, yeah, at USF. But I initially went to FSU to like audition and get uh, in, and I didn't get into the program. Oh my god. <laughs> Not the was, only I was, one. I was cracking up at your oh FSU store. I was like, God. I can relate to that. <laughs> I, I feel better. <laughs> so me and my best friend, we drove up from Georgia with our parents, and we like went to their like dance audition. She was like way better than me. I was just trying to like. I didn't have the confidence. You know, I was like 18 years old, like coming out of high school. It's intimidating. Yeah, it's intimidating. So I, I think I kind of blew my audition. I, I knew as I left, I was like, 
yeah, this is not going to work out. <laughs> I kind of think I did too because we were um, actually the night before we were here in St. Pete for one of our cousin's weddings and I was definitely imbibing at that wedding at an age I should not have been imbibing at yes, a wedding. Yes, that's always how it happens for the first um, time It always a seems to happen when you're with your family at a wedding. Everything just, they don't care anymore. They're just like, here you go. And oh my God. I was very sick on the way to FSU the next day, so I think I kind of blew that. Yeah, they're probably like, what's going on with this guy? We're yeah, better off without that. sweating? Them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so enough. It, it worked out in my favor because I came to USF, auditioned, got in, Met my husband, and you know, eighteen years later. Oh my gosh, we met kids. in college. Yeah, we met at USF. So, and so you said you came from Georgia. Yeah, I grew up in Atlanta. Oh, cool. Yeah. So you're oh, so God. you're definitely one of the stories of come to Tampa Bay, fall in love with it, don't leave. Yeah, like USF, you say forever. It's really true. Yeah, I got here in '98, haven't left since. Wow. Yeah. Um, I also happen to see through a lot of the things that you do that you got involved with the collard grain festival, right? Yes. So that I go every year. That's really? like actually, he has a shirt. <laughs> yeah. I have all of the shirts. It's so good, every right? Year. I lo- so my husband and I, when we first bought this house, which was 20, like three years ago, almost, um, we were just kind of out and about wandering around and, um, we just stumbled upon the, the collard grain festival. festival. <laughs> and well, cause I was, I was, uh, we were actually looking to go to, um, to chiefs, the, the oh, Creole yeah, right, Cafe. Right, it's right, it's right, right And there. they usually host it right there. But they recently closed. Did you see um, that? I mean, so sad. at least not because it was... It's just because yeah, they were... They're older They're couple. older. Yeah. He's in his like, 70s. They're really older. So, you know, it's time to move on. But yeah. I, I was still sad. I'm like, no. I know. I mean, it was just... A, it's such a cute little place. But I was like, I know this... I've heard of this restaurant. We should go try it. And then we turned the corner. And it's like, madness. It's tense. <laughs> and... I was like, <laughs> I love it. I remember looking. I'm like, what is this? And somebody's like, oh, it's the Collingwood Festival. I'm like, of course it's the Collingwood Festival. <laughs> so did you like go around and try every single greens? one? Yeah, we got you know they give yes. you they give you a bag yeah. for free yeah. of raw collard greens to yeah. take home. That's so amazing. I didn't get to go this year because I had another. I had to go to a car wash. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that is a true story for work in Brandon um, to celebrate its opening. Okay, but you know, we'll give you a pass. We'll give you a pass. Yeah, next radio year, thing. I will. Right, I know. Go to this car wash in Brandon. It's, it's, Stand there. It's just always so fun because yeah. it's always highlighting a bunch of local businesses yes. and foods, and it's just like an all-around good time. And it I, expands every year. It's getting bigger and it's bigger. Big. Well, now it's like three crossroads. Yeah. Now it used to be one little strip. Yep. And I always like walk around. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm in like a prescription drug ad. Like it's <laughs> almost. Feels like one of those just magical little town things that doesn't really clear. exist. Yeah. Sky Rizzy. <laughs> it's cool. It's definitely like a family fun event. It people really walk is. around. Yeah. There's like food trucks. There's bounce houses. There's collard greens. I feel like people love those niche food festivals. Yes. Like you you say French fry festival. You say something really specific. People are like, yes, I love that. I'm going. I'm there. <laughs> but I think it was a good way to highlight one, obviously, collard greens. But also, you know, in... In the Deuces neighborhood and then highlight the businesses there and yeah. also a lot of black owned businesses who come and set up tents and it's just it's just an awesome event. I just love it. I need your advice though, because actually I'm like officially the host of it now. Oh last year I was like the co host, like I was in training, so the the host who has been doing it for years, she's kinda like had me under her wings. But next year it's like fully me. So you gotta so give like, me some is like there like hosting. a stage and you're like just yeah. So they have this park over there that has like a stage, oh, but okay. I don't want to just stand there the whole time because it's like an all day thing, like nine to five, right? So I want to mm-hmm. move around. I want people to like engage with me. So I got to get some mm-hmm. advice from you on how to like get keep the crowd going, but also like have my own personality. And you I know. think when I for some of the best advice I got with that was. When you're not on stage, take note of specific things you see that are interesting, like a girl in a crazy outfit, a guy in a weird hat or with a weird sign, so that if you find yourself in a moment where you're trying to break up, like talking about sponsors or something businessy, throw in something fun, like I see you over there in the collared green hat or whatever it is. (laughs) I love that. And people also love if you connect with them visually because they think you're just up there talking. But if you can like may I may and then they think it's funny. They feel famous for two seconds. So I always try and like take note of those things. And then also just 
people will respond to you when you yell at them. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? Wait. Well, like, I, so I just did this yesterday at Bush Gardens. I was about to say, we, I witnessed this, and now everything yeah. you're saying makes a lot more sense. So, like, I introduced Walk the Moon at the Food and Wine Festival. And, like, it doesn't matter where you are. If you say, you're having a good time, like, people want to yell back. Well, they <laughs> like, do, but then you have to do the obligatory, I don't think that sounds like a good time. You don't do it again. Yeah. I think that's literally <laughs> what I did yesterday. I was like, that doesn't sound like a crowd ready for a walk the moon. And they're all like, yeah, yes. like, like the band's going to leave if they don't like enough. No. They've okay. also I'm been sitting notes. in direct sunlight. Yeah. They're, they're, they're a little <laughs> like, weary at that point. Yeah. Bush Gardens yeah. Food and Wine Festival, by the way, super cute. So fun. I went to super it. Super cute. Because it's been on since a couple of months, right? Yeah. yeah it's yeah. like a two month thing. Yeah. So as an influencer, I got invited to go out, you know. I love you. So yeah. So that's fun. Like getting invites, invited to like these different events and different places. So, you know, I, I, I like it here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's the coolest thing. And, you know, we're hoping to grow this podcast to the point where they invite us as a podcast, which they we will, will. one will. day. Yeah. We'll they vision yeah. boarding yeah. that. Right. Um, <laughs> but it has happened to me through the radio station. And, it, and it's just, you feel like, oh. Okay. Maybe I wouldn't buy this for myself normally, but I'll go now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so as the foodie mama, how yes. did you get into into like restaurant reviewing and food reviewing? So I started just sharing my recipes and I noticed that people weren't really resonating with it because I was like trying to be this healthy food person. So I was like, you know what? I like to go out to eat too. So let me go out and actually review and people like like that more. So I was like, I'm gonna just stick with this. So I do still cook, but I share more of like me going trying out restaurants because people will love that more. You people know? really do. Yeah. They like, yeah. I, it's like they see something and they, I'm going to go try that right now. <laughs> and back in the day, like on Instagram, you could just show the food. But now since TikTok has gone off, you have to like, eat it on camera so like now sometimes i'm like prep, um, prepping up my camera and i'm like trying the food to make sure i get the footage of me like eating it on camera so it can like resonate with more people it's a thing I, we, we, we got a crash course uh with joe from the tampa bay is awesome page yeah, yeah. and he's he he taught us how to master the the, the bite the pause and then the nod that's what i'm Close saying eyes. like the, you smile you have to eat it like you can't just take Pretty pictures. It's yeah. like on camera, eating, mouth, you know, hanging open. Oh, all yeah. That. All of it. Yes. The messier, the better. <laughs> yes, no, for real. Seriously. Oh, yes. I've talked about this one influencer before that I follow, and she's up to like 60,000 plus, but every video, there's a good bite. And I was like, yes. I it makes that's you wa- what they're there it for. It makes you want to go. So yeah. I get it. It's very true. Do you follow more food people on TikTok or Instagram, or is it kind of the same? <gasps> really? That's. Instagram. Really? For me, my TikTok feed is so chaotic. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense at all. I'm following well, like the most- Do you like most- everything that you see or you kind of try to I really back? don't. Like, I'm not good at TikTok. I think you're supposed to like save things into files or folders or like it. I just really? heart the things I want to save. So- and like show you or something oh, like I heart everything. Like I just everything. double tap that. Sc- I think I do it in my sleep. I'm like, <laughs> I don't tap, heart, tap, tap. but I know it knows when I watch a full video, especially when I rewatch a whole video and yeah. it's, I don't get a lot as much of the food stuff, but my Instagram reels feed is nothing but the local food? influencers, really? aesthetically pleasing food videos on TikTok. You have to comment. Is that what it is? If you ever notice on TikTok, like pages, if you find something very obscure, by the way, you know, like fishbowl cleaning, like <laughs> yes, you'll see somebody like commenting to stay on fishbowl TikTok. Like if you comment on something, it'll it'll think you want to see more of it. I love the cleaning and like the organization videos, even though I'm horrible oh. at it myself. I'm like, I should be cleaning my house, but I'm, I'll just watch TikTok of them doing it. I'll wa- exactly. I'll get that out of my system <laughs> watching somebody else do it. What gets me is the fridges where they take everything out, out of the container that it's in and put it into a clear container. Because it has to look good. Okay. It's so, I mean, in theory, it's it's probably pretty wasteful, know, but it's it so cool to watch. Right, in the sound. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. The sound, the like the click. click Click, 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 click. Not to People mention the 
$800 worth of groceries they're loading that fridge with. I know. I'm like, I could never keep produce long enough to put it in a cute container. Oh, what about the coffee ones? They have like this cute little coffee station. Oh. It's all organized with the syrups and stuff. I'm like, oh, that looks so good. That's, yeah, that's yeah. lovely for I them. I, <laughs> yeah, I think it's funny thinking about the get ready with me's, how they have, have to, to get up and set the camera up, get back in bed, get out of bed. I know. I love like, the behind the scenes of those. When people actually show you like what they did yeah it's, it's funny because you're like okay it's relatable because I, I know what yeah. you're doing yeah <laughs> you don't just naturally wake up and stretch right. and it's on camera right. like I could never be on I could never have like that coffee station because the one brain cell that's awake when I'm trying to make coffee <laughs> only knows how to do the drip machine with the filter right and that's it like really not, I, the, not the Keurig stuff no, okay. no, we have a we have an old pot. Oh, you know, see, like, I have an old pot too, and it's on a timer. I don't even make it in the morning. I set the timer for six thirty, and that's really? that's it. Wow. Then it's going. We I'm could awake. do that, but yeah. somebody's those are cool. all the rage. Okay. The cat usually I wakes know. us up first, so yeah. <laughs> Does your cat have an, Insta- an Instagram or a TikTok? Um, I tried, but I just uh, it. I didn't ever give her her own, <laughs> and I feel like I need to because. That's like a, all the things right now. Literally every time I post something of her on my TikTok, it does way better than anything I have it. done and prepared <laughs> and like, spent days shooting. I'm like, I need to start hers and then work myself into, into hers. it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Not the other way around. Five minutes before you walked in here and I was here, Max showed me a TikTok of another cat. He's like, look at this. I've been watching it all day. I'm serious. <laughs> like pet, pet accounts are like all the rage. They're yeah. gold. I yeah. made one for my dog on Instagram and I just feel bad because I neglect it. And I was really the good Instagram, for a while. The Instagram, not the dog. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, clarify that. <laughs> the Instagram I neglect. Because for work, I'm logged into at least four or accounts. five accounts oh all the time God. between all the radio stations. So... And then I you would, feel like doing your own too? That's I know. Thing. And then I'm trying to grow my personal one. And then it's just... So he resents me for it. He's like, mom, I thought that's another thing. So he is a unique kind of dog breed. He's uh-huh. a German shorter pointer pointer. And I follow a lot of other German shorter pointers on Instagram who have a lot of followers like pointer in the city and pointer here. And I one day was like, this is it. This is my cash cow. Right, I'm going to make gonna Blue famous like these other pointers are famous. And he's still waiting to be famous. Because it takes, it takes consistency and dedication. Yeah, you got to post like, like multiple times time. a day. I know. Well, you're making it work for you. So. I mean, I'm yeah. trying. Yeah. I try. But sometimes I'm like, I need to hire an assistant. Like, do you guys <laughs> use like other people to help you? No. no. For this? No. No. We okay. sh- Max is all of the graphics, the editing. <laughs> I just feel like I show up and you She's make the, the magic happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um, one thing I we were talking about before you came that I loved because we did for the podcast. Oh, yeah. we did daytime, and I, oh, I saw them. Yes, yeah. I so you, had, you guys. You guys are like I famous know. already. You know what's weird about that? Also, we had not released a single episode. We had just started an Instagram page, and, and they reached out. And they, they reached out to us. They reached wow. out okay. to our page, Local not to either of us, and. She's known people there through the radio station, but have never has never. I well, I did that thing where I followed some of the producers trying to get myself on there, and then it never happened. But one of them must have seen me post this when we were talking about it, and then DM the account, and I was like, I was like, oh. Sam, is this spam? Who right. is this guy? <laughs> like, is this real? <laughs> like, no. So but how was that? It was so fun. Yeah, and you guys were like doing like a little coffee roundtable thing. What well, we doing? did. Um, we just did well, we an did the interview. Couches. Yeah, with the couches with Maggie and Baron. Yeah. Yes. I love them. They're so cool. Easy they to talk are. to. So easy. And then I love that um I don't know if it was this case when you were there, but like you share that weird green room with, with them. Yeah. Basically. You walk in, they're like, hey, and you can see like local news, like the yeah. anchor, and you're like, Hi, I see you on the channel eight all the time. 
It's yeah. so cool. It's but fun. you had that you had that Instagram you made, like how to get on these shows or something like that. I think I'll post it on TikTok. Like oh, okay. one of, <laughs> of them, my suggestion was to follow the producers because yeah. like, they kind of like pay attention after, you know, you're liking their posts and stuff. And I kind of like watched like all the local shows to kind of know what topics they're talking about. So I feel like, you know, you got to be relatable. So like Taylor Swift was just here. Mm-hmm. That was all the rage. So one of my um, friends who owns a... Uh, coffee shop she did like this uh coffee flight of like taylor swift like titled songs and drinks Aww. and next thing i know i saw her on the shows i was like you gotta you know know what's trending to mm-hmm. kind of stay mm-hmm. in the loop you know so oh I, i'm all over miss maggie's instagram <laughs> yeah. like, yes queen Slay. Yes, Slay. <laughs> she's on roller skates right. and she's jump like, roping they do like, so much <laughs> fun stuff over there though they do i know i always leave there and i'm like i can do that i know right <laughs> but i saw you on um Morning blend. I d- yes, right? I did do morning blend okay. for with the restaurant, uh, completely separate to this. Okay, and it was uh, I was doing a cocktail special because they again just kind of I Reach guess blindly guys? reached out to uh, our social media person at the restaurant and oh it was um sorry I didn't, <laughs> um you know Tayana yes from, she she just left though I know I know she's really cool. So I, I I had known her briefly. Uh, I used to work at a restaurant called Social Roost downtown, if you've ever been there. Mm-hmm. And she had been in a few times, one to do like something for the, the news. And and, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and she ended up coming back kind of regularly with her mom and with her family and hanging yeah. out. So I kind of got to know her. And then I guess out of the blue, they were doing, they needed a cocktail special and she thought of me. And yeah. So see, I went on and I made my the little, connections. Yeah, right. How was that though? Did you enjoy that? That was fun. That was really because I was with her and I already had a nice little like kind of back and forth with her and it yeah. was really comfortable and um, I was hamming it up and it, it works out because anytime, <laughs> anytime our restaurant wants to do any sort of media, none of the owners want to be on camera. So, they, so they're like, hey, Max. I'm who's like, the yeah. attention whore in the <laughs> room? <laughs> <laughs> Hi. To the stage. That's a theater background, right? Yeah, that exactly. Is. Like, yes. And then I ended up doing another one, again, completely separate, because we were doing Margarita Wars in Tampa. Yeah. And they reached out to me because we were participating and asked me to do, it was on Great Day Live, and that was the and live, live one. I know. Oh, my God. The first time I did Ooh. that one. I was so scared <laughs> because like all the other shows aren't live. Yeah. So you kind of feel like a safety net. You're like, okay, it's not live. I can breathe. Like but if I really like, messed up. Right. Like, yeah. But this one's live. But I mean, you're live all the time. So you get it. But I was like, oh my God, it's live. Oh my God. So how did you do? It was, it ended up being great. It was fun. Um, uh, but it, it was definitely weird because I think I was like the fourth segment of the day. So you have to just stand there just yeah. kind of yeah. silent while they move other things around and then you have to like scoot to another side of the room and wait yep, and then yep. scoot. And you're like they're on air so you're scared to say because you're like no one's my microphone to pick and up. this will be the one time right. my phone is on full volume even though it literally never is. Or you have like a, like a sneeze attack like <laughs> something bad. Well, it can be nerve wracking but once you do it so many times it gets easier but. But yeah. you've been yeah you've have you done all of them at this point? I think so. I try to keep you know keep up yeah. but watching the news helps because the other day i was watching fox and they had a cooking segment so i immediately was like i'm gonna email them so i just kind of keep things like on the loop so i can kind of see what they're talking about to kind of pitch my have you ha- have you done cooking segments i have so okay my collard green recipe kind of like got on national tv so wait i know it was really what? cool <laughs> So somehow I got connected to the Tamron Hall show, right? Oh my God. So yeah. I was on there and one of the questions she asked me, she was like, what do you like blog about? And I was like, well, I have this like vegan collard green recipe. That's really cool. And she was like, what? She's like, I'm going to prepare your collard green recipe <gasps> for Thanksgiving. And so oh like she said it. So like I made sure I like DM them like, hey, here's my recipe. Right. You're yeah. like, is she, is she just saying yeah. that to be nice? Exactly. <laughs> I was thinking like, okay, she's just trying to be nice to me, but. Like, they brought me back on to, like, share it. So it was really cool. But now I want to actually go on it. Because it was, like, Zoom, you know, Skype. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Like, they yeah, Skyped yeah. you in. But, I mean, that was cool. But now I'm like, can, can you fly me out to yeah, your place? Um, See, those I would find so stressful, one. though. I mean, because then you're, like, cooking. Like, even the ones, like, the bartending ones I've done, 
it's almost it a little difficult because I'm I have to make the cocktail while I'm talking and you have you know three minutes maybe yeah. and you're like oh god oh god I poured double the amount of this and I should have and I'm trying to but it looks cute right, I'm doing right. it I'm doing well, it like nobody drink forget. this right <laughs> like, yeah. you're like this just looks pretty like yeah. I was literally thinking that the other day because I was watching the Today Show and they were doing Love a cook them. a group cooking segment about something and this woman is going through it's like a layered fruit cake thing but she's got all the hosts around her right they're all commenting on what she's doing she's got to be thinking and it's just i was watching like this looks so chaotic yeah. to be a and part they're of aggressive. <laughs> I know. that like third hour of today is it's like, wild is <laughs> i know but see the saving grace with those that like, you always have like your you know already pre-made they're one. like and yeah. here is how Thank it God. Looks. right because like it is chaotic because you're just like you're hoping that yeah. it makes sense and then you're like like Throw some strawberries on top. Meanwhile, yeah. what you were making is on fire and the yeah. building totally. is... Totally. <laughs> I was watching it uh, the other day and they were had this guy on cooking pasta, right? But he had each like station where he was making stuff. And the one station they left, the very first one... I was like, it's gonna catch on fire. Like, like, I, kept, I kept wanting like to them. Like, they like, moved away from. Them. I'm like, but why is it still on? I was so oh nervous. Yeah. So those things kind of scare me too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of cocktail segments. Yes, why don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I made us a little rum what punch. What are we drinking? I can't stop drinking. It's so good. I feel like I'm on the beach. <laughs> it's a little rum punch. So it's one of those things like every once in a while, I after I do too many things, I'm like, oh, I have an inch left in seven different bottles of <laughs> different things. So what do I make? And um, I was... I just recently at the restaurant was kind of facing this dilemma because I was redoing the drink menu recently and there was all this like fun stuff I wanted to put on the menu. And I was like, I want all this other stuff to order, but like I'm sitting on like a large inventory of stuff that's just not moving. Yeah. And a lot of it was rum. And so it's like, okay, I'm going to just put like, like a $10 rum punch on the menu and I'm going to make a recipe that uses all of this stuff and nothing else that I need to go by. And so this is basically a version of that. So well, nothing crazy. What makes it like orange looking? Pineapple. Okay. Mm. So it's pineapple. Okay. So it sounds like it's kind of like a Long Island. You have like 20 different things in here? Well, no, no, no. This is all just rum. I didn't mean to scare you. I didn't. <laughs> I, know, I was like, what is all in here? <laughs> no, but like often I struggle. I'm like, okay, well, I have like this, this rum and this rum and this. And I have all these little, and I'm like, all these bottles are clogging up my cabinet. So one thing I can do is make a punch. And, uh, you know, when all else fails, pineapple just brings everything together. Yeah, facts. Um, so I did it. Yeah, it's a little spice rum with pineapple juice, um, a coconut syrup. That's what I put in there. Oh, pomegranate soda. A little Ooh. white tea pomegranate soda from Trader Joe's. Okay. <laughs> Love, Love Trader Joe's. Joe's. Love Trader Joe's. I'm an Aldi girl, but I mean, I like Trader Joe's too. If we had an Aldi closer Ooh. to, I feel like I would go more. Because I, I think the savings is just I mean, you insane. Can't, you can't I mean, you can't lose in there. Yeah. Like, I go there without thinking. I just grab stuff. Because yeah. I know I'm, I'm not going to like spend thousands of dollars. Yeah. When I go in Publix, I'm like counting every penny I'm like, mm, put that back uh, they yeah i love we have one really close to the house here actually but it's one of those things where it's like on the other side of the street so i really have to like think about when i want to go there because i have to cross 34th street which i never want to do <laughs> <laughs> are you talking about like, aldi yeah so on, where's Trader on 19th Joe's? street so well, that's even further that's really? down at old northeast by oh, our okay. mom's house that's a special trip yeah that's a special trip i love Trader joe's though they have i love Trader Joe's. you can't do your everyday grocery there like, because no. you never know what's going to be there. And sometimes the produce is, mm. yeah. But Aldi, mm. yes. But don't forget your quarter. Don't forget your, all your bags. Don't forget your quarter <laughs> and be prepared. <laughs> I get so mad at my husband because he'll like rebuy bags. I'm like, we have 50 bags at home. Like, put them in your trunk. Yeah. And stop behind. He's like, they cost a quarter. I'm like, I know, but still. I know. I always forget. And I like, I have to throw them in, in the front door, like in front of the door. So uh-huh. I have to move them to open the door. Right. If it's in your way, if it's an inconvenience, I have to put yeah. things in my way to remember yeah. to take them into my car. Umbrellas oh my and bags goodness. are always just in the doorway yeah can i tell you something really embarrassing that happened to aldi the other day though yes, on please. The last trip. <laughs> so wait so you do go to aldi i do go to oh, aldi okay, yes i just it's not like our every day because gotcha. we'll go to Publix on on 
this side of the street so I don't have to make the hard left turn. But, okay. You know, you know how it is. It's also just, even though it's more expensive, it's sometimes convenient. it's a habit too. Yeah. Because you're, like, you're yeah. up going to Publix, yeah. you just think to go to I used to, to work at Publix. It was like Me one too. of my first jobs. Oh, Me too. I was too. a bagger, you know. I was, trying to make, I'm trying sorry, to make some money. Uh, front service clerk. Okay, oh. you're right. You're, you're so right. I love that. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it's all about the description, right? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm team Publix, but you know, it yeah. is. I love my sad. savings. But yeah. all the, yeah, on the right day, oh, it's so great. So I'm there and I was only getting even like a small amount of things. It was not even a big purchase day. I think I got like just a few little essentials that I needed for something, including the $3 pineapple wine, which I will always Pineapple stand wine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, how old are you? I am 36. Okay, so I, I'm a, I'm team Aldi all day, but I noticed that once I turn forty, I can't drink their wine anymore. It messes up my stomach. Oh, it's awful! It's so cheap. Oh, I mean, no. it was like winking out was like three forty nine. Like I'm sure they raised their prices by now, but when I started drinking, it, it was like three forty nine. But girl, the three forty nine wine, I think it's my maybe like three ninety nine like, now. Um, it's not even. It's not wine. It's a uh, wine product. Juice it's wine. Product. So what is it? Because I, I know can't, I, don't, I can't drink it. I don't need. I don't want all my wine friends to be mad at me saying this. Uh-oh. So the pineapple wine, I consider it like a sangria in a bottle. Like, okay, like I'm right, not drinking. Drinking it like I'm going to pour a glass of wine, but I am going to go sit out in the pool and pour it on ice and drink the entire bottle. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's good. I have to on try ice. That. You know, it's you, got, you got five more years. Sweet yeah. pineapple yeah. wine. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if I'll make it by then. I can already feel it. And I was I was being hard headed because I kept drinking it, but then I'm like, oh my god, like why do I keep feeling messed up the next time? I'm like, oh, it's the, it's uh, the cheap it's the three dollar wine. wine. I'm so oh, mad because no. I love my winking owl. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> So I go through, I get all my things and I go to the cash out and I'm doing, they have a self bag now. Like, yeah. I don't know if you've seen that lately, but Aldi does. Aldi they now. want you to, cause they're fast. I know that was their the whole way. thing. They were like, get in, get out, go literally. So now there's a self bag, but there's like eight of them. There's a big space and it's, and it moves pretty quick cause they make everything very easy to scan and whatever. So I'm like not even paying attention and I'm going through and, um, I go to pay and I pull out the wrong card. I've like, I recently got a new card and I used the old one and it declined and there's like the guy in the tower. Oh no. <laughs> Wait, what tower? At Aldi? It like it's like on a platform watching all of the the checkout area. Oh. What Aldi do you Number go two. to? Right. Number 2, your card didn't work. Number 2, your card didn't work. They did not. Try again. I'm like keep the line moving. Melt. Stuff. Melted immediately. Just <laughs> melted into the floor. Really Called me out for a decline card. Speaker? What? On the speaker. He's like, try and try another one. I'm like, oh sorry. I'm He's shaking. I would have been like, I'm just gonna walk away. <laughs> I am not gonna leave all of my groceries. Melted <laughs> into the floor. I'm now my hands are shaking, right, right. trying to pull out the right one. People's Panicked. heads are whipping like, around and looking at you. Oh, oh no. And it's worse because there's like three things in my car. Right. <laughs> it's not even like a big uh, that is crazy. Yeah, so I I, uh, I cut that one up and never turned <laughs> it around again. Oh my god! But one of the owls I love at Aldi is called the Aldi um, Isle of Shame. Do you do you guys follow Aldi um, like Facebook groups? No, no. Like, I think oh I will. God. You better get on this. There's like a whole like clicks of Aldi fans. So there's like you know Aldi Tampa Bay or like you know I love Aldi, but. <gasps> Yeah, so anyway, in the groups, we just share What's, different things. And what is the, the Isle of Shame? <laughs> it's the random aisle in Aldi that like, oh, has everything. The everything it has. Yeah. Like, like food packs They call it like, AOS. No, it's, it's, uh, it's like there's like a flower like, pot. Right. And then oh. snow boots. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just, <laughs> literally jeans. I bought swimsuits, some rain boots. I, I mean, the umbrella, my coffee maker. It's like the last stop of clearance. Yeah. It's like yeah. the random owl, but they call it the AOS owl. And we've dubbed it the owl of shame because like, we're like, we don't oh. need any of this stuff in here, but it's from Aldi and we <laughs> love it. So mm, I'll just buy it. <laughs> Yeah, no, seriously, the AOS owl. That aisle is unhinged. You, you can't plan it's, on anything it's so being random, in there. But it's the best aisle because I love just walking down there just to be like, what What do they have today? What, what? It always seems to be the wrong holiday, too. I like, know. whatever's in there is either way ahead or it, way behind. It's one of those aisles that, like, if you don't get it today, the next time you come all day, no. it's not going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. No, done. Yeah. But yeah, check it out. The AOS owl. I will. Oh, and check my out God. The Facebook I need group. to check out the Facebook I love a good niche Facebook. Group. 
we usually, we do a little segment at the end usually where we just say where you've been like just shout out like a local business that you want to highlight local restaurant that you've been to lately that you really want to share yeah did y'all see that the times named tampa like one of the 50 best places to live. We were like number 32, y'all. Yeah. Did y'all see that? We were popping off. I was kind of surprised, but then I was like, I mean, I get it. You know, we got yeah. a lot of stuff going. We do. We do. Well, also, I think feel like Tom Brady helped a little, too. So, brought too. us some <laughs> attention. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently Bill um, Gates has some type of partnership with, like, the Riverwalk something. So, I mean. Really? really does. I yeah. So, but I also, mean, like, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Like, our sports are. Yeah. It's just. It's, it's such a good time to be a Tampa fan and a Tampa citizen. Yeah. Well, have you been to the pier since it reopened? I mean, a couple of years ago, like, are you yes. a pier fan? We have, we have been to the pier. I am a fan uh, mostly of the new pier. I think um, there could be more shade. Personally. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> they took all that away, right? <laughs> there could have been more trees. Yeah. There's yeah. just a lot of, concrete yeah it is. in the sun but do you like bring and your rollerblades or your bike or well, what, what do my you do rollerblading <laughs> dreams are coming back to me like you seem like a rollerblader i can I, see that what, we just talked about this we at the last one bar- yeah we did a birthday episode i was a rollerblade kid i was yeah. not a roller skate i could kid. tell and uh i you know maybe that's a good reason i, I usually get halfway out to that little bar and that kind of is it for me yeah. I'm like, doc fords i do like the, sitting the, at doc where fords. the splashy pad oh is. yeah yeah the mm. main like the little i think you call it like spa beach the spa beach yeah. yeah yeah i do really like how they so you don't go that up to the pier though i mean yeah but uh, you stop there then you go all the way there, and you're like, "What do I do now?" I go, <laughs> to go all the way. <laughs> they do have a little tram, yeah, I think. They do. You can take the tram, but it is cool because we did take um, my little godson to that area. Now there's so much for kids there. Yeah. Do you ever take? Oh, well, yeah, they're, they're, they're there right there, now, yeah. aren't they? They love, it, they love <laughs> the playground, and there's like a little beach over there too on the yeah. side. So yeah, splash spa, pad, old spa beach, man. Yeah, they've really cleaned that up too. That was that was really messy. There was always like like just gunk and seaweed. And it was like and sometimes closed for swimming and you were like, hmm, I wonder, wonder why. why. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they really did such a nice job like fixing that all up. And mm-hmm. there's a big playground, that weird fishnet art thing. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Yeah, it's 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 a vibe out there. And yeah. also on the weekends, they have a market. So yeah. kind of like walk through like on a, it's like mm-hmm. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but it's it's nice. I like that. Yeah, I like when they do the little vendors in the shade. That's yeah. nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You live in Florida. Aren't you I used to the know. sun? I am, but it gets But he hot. did live in New York for 15 years. Okay. That's so. another thing I want to talk to you about. Because oh, yeah. I, I tried to do that too. Okay. So <laughs> you know how like when you're an art, you know, person, like dance, theater, whatever, people like don't see that as a career. They're like, you should do something else. Like, so yeah. even though I graduated from, you know, the department of dance, my parents were always like low key, like, okay, so like, what's next? Are you going to, are you going to minor in business? So <laughs> like, as I graduated, I kind of like, didn't really fully go into dance. Right. So, um, I thought about moving to New York. I had my parents like go out there and like, look for me in an apartment. They found something, but then I decided to stay and get married to my husband. So. <laughs> <laughs> So like, I had the New York dream, but I, I didn't do it. But you did it. I so did it. Tell me, like, how did you decide to, like, I'm just going to go? Well, it was the backup plan from FSU. When that didn't work out, I was like, you know what? I I just I just knew I needed to get out of town because I was already New York. Though my, that's scary. We had been there once before, and I just it was one of those. You know, we visited as kids, and it was one of those things where I went there, and I. I remember, I think I even said to my mom at the time, I was like, I will live here one day. Like yeah. it was just really? like a, something about it. And I think people, as I lived there and I had people come and visit over the years, that is a very immediate feeling that people have. Like somebody come, some people come to visit and they're like, I could I'm never saying. live here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And other people are like, I love this. I want to be here. And it's very clean cut. And yeah. I it's just knew one or the other. Yeah. And I knew one day I was like, I just, I want to live here. So that was always like bubbling in the back of my mind. And then when this whole fiasco with FSU went down, I was <laughs> but like, were you going there because you want to be in theater or initially? Yeah. Okay. Cause that's just like where everything is. Yeah, and I was course. just kind of up in the air on everything in my life. And I'm like, I don't know. I just, yeah. I knew I needed to, to get out of, 
you know, St. Pete. Not right. that I had any vendetta. I was just like, I Florida, just, I, I, go. I was so ready to like move out to college and move out. And I was like, let me just go for a while. And it ended up being 16 years. Wow. <laughs> and I met my husband. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And then you like stayed in the city city or you were We like... lived in Queens. Yeah. We, wow. we lived in Queens and I usually worked in Manhattan, various restaurants and things. And yeah. You know, tried to get into the arts world up there, but it's hard. It's hard. And you watch a lot it's of people hard. really crash and burn in that industry, and yeah. it's hard to keep your head above water. And so I kind of did little things here and there, but I, you know, I always tried Ooh, to play we? it safe for myself. Yeah, it definitely um, takes a lot of grit because, man, there's so much, so many things that people are doing, and you want to be a part of it, but it's like, how do I get there? Yeah, yeah. It feels so big. Yeah, and like you said, like when you go there, it's either you like it or you hate it because. If you're like from the south or something, you're like, where's the grass and yeah, and, yeah. Dirty and like, yeah, I mean, I I learned so much living there, but at you know now it's like now that I've moved back, I feel like I'm doing more of the things that I love originally artistically and you're like the big this fish and, in the little pond. I now yeah. can be a big fish <laughs> in a little pond. Yeah, Wait, is your husband <laughs> from New York? Uh, he's uh, from Guatemala, actually. Oh, okay, so he's but not we like we met I'm there. Just, okay, um, and we lived there for about the same amount of time. Okay, so we are as much New Yorkers as each other can be. But this is his first Florida living experience, really? right? Yes. How's he doing? So he just had to trust Good. you that it was going to be cool. <laughs> I mean, he had visited. He had visited yeah. a lot with us. So but St. Pete's like you know, diverse and yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's not like there. you took him. I don't know. It's I think still the be, South, but I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you're coming from New York, it could be exactly. like. It's a little, yeah. like, I, I do remember one of our early trips. He's like, gosh, there really are a lot of white people here. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you're walking in New York, you might hear different you just, Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Every block yeah. is different. Yeah. <laughs> So he's adjusting. He is adjusting. Uh, okay. He likes it. He's, he's also quickly learning that we have to drive everywhere. Yeah, that's, New York. So that's a tough thing. I wish our city was better at that. I think they're well, trying. Well, has some type of like runner thing. We have the Sun Runner. Yeah, that's it, new. Yeah, it takes you from downtown to the beach up Central Ave and back, which is a great step. But yeah. I think we could be doing a lot more. They've yeah. done a good job rebranding public transit here because yeah. it was always yeah. kind of seen looked down on in, yeah. in the city and a lot of cities. But I think that was a actually very good and successful attempt to kind of rebrand like, hey, public transit I is agree. actually not bad. Like, yeah. And have you guys done the Crosstown Ferry? We recently did that. It was so oh, fun. I want to do that so bad. Yes. And I don't know why it just, it never is that thing that, the plan that comes to life for us. But I've always, I always say when I see it, it. I'm like, I so how, that. how does it work? Exactly? So we picked the the destination leaving from Tampa. You live by the convention center downtown. And okay. You come to like right by the pier. Yeah. Yeah. And we saw some people go into the lightning game. So people just hop on and it's like a 45 minutes, an hour. And they have like food and drinks on there. I just, it's, it's kind of fun on yeah. board, right? Like, you just have no care. Cause like somebody's driving for you. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's nice. I mean, it sure beats the Howard Franklin. Yeah, I'm sitting in, uh-huh. especially when it's like a game, like you know. Yeah, so yeah, they have different times, so make sure you don't miss, you know, the trip back. Oh, we do, <laughs> we, we really do, do need to do that. Yeah, I, I, I yeah ne- like really you said, bad. I just never think about it as a means of getting there. Only because then I panic. I'm like, what if we miss? The, like, I could never get home. You know, like, <laughs> if I miss the boat, I'm like stranded in Tampa. Uber, Uber, yeah. 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 I think a lot of people do that. They go for that like, far. it's like St. Pete, Tampa. Yeah, yeah. I saw. I saw a lot of people getting on it to go to Gasparilla, and I was like, that's oh, kind of a cool yeah. thing. That's a really good idea. Yeah, but definitely try it. Okay, like yeah, it. that can be our thing. That's gonna be our thing. Live broadcast. <laughs> we need notes of like all the potential live. Meanwhile, happen. like we can't move this equipment. Like really, realistically, without it being very hazardous. But Spotify for podcasters allows us to record mobily. I love that. <laughs> Quick shout out. We should get an extra nickel. I need an extra nickel for that. <laughs> Anything else you wanted to touch on that or, or shout out? Anything that going you're working on? That, on that, um, well, Mother's Day is coming up, and I have been telling people what moms really want. Okay, tell us. To be left alone. <laughs> Leave one. them alone. Yes. That's right, because as of this recording, yes. it'll be this coming yes. Sunday, yes. actually. Exactly. So, so, yeah. 
the Pope, we definitely planned this. Oh, yeah. totally. Definitely planned to have Big Foodie Mama right. for Mother's Day. All right, I love that. How, how old are your kids again? So I have a five-year-old, a nine-year-old, and a 15-year-old. Oh my oh goodness. So my God. I'm like all over the place. I have like a high schooler, elementary, and a, and a, and a BK. middle, right? Yeah. Oh my God. So yeah, God. so it's a lot. So don't ask me how that happened. But <laughs> um, yeah, it's been uh, it's been interesting because, you know, the high schooler, he's 15. I remember being in high school once. Not very talkative. They don't want to tell you anything, but you're just Ugh. like, are you okay? Like, how's it going? Right. I I'm think I, I was definitely that girl in ninth grade wearing my dark eyeliner. Really? <laughs> yes. Feeling sorry for yourself? And my, and my short hair. Like She had a little emo face. I had, really? I had a lot of feelings. <laughs> How did you get through it, though? Because I feel like as now that I'm in the mom space, I'm like, man, it's, I remember being uh, a... It's hard. Like, I think my hardest thing in ninth grade was just I came from this teeny tiny Catholic school for nine years where I was one of 20 kids. And then I went to St. Pete High where it was like a thousand and kids so I was just very overwhelmed I think I mean Max helped me a lot because you were a senior and I was a freshman so that helped because I had like some and I had made a small name for myself so wait were you at the Catholic school before that too so I I was at the Catholic school and then um after fourth grade I was like I need outfits I need my outfits like the vibes are off here I need need, like clubs to join so I made it through fourth grade and then there was the you know the glue stick incident and I don't think I ever recovered from that after my last performance as Jesus in the stations of the cross um, I I bowed out because I think I had peaked when I played Jesus in fourth grade yeah there's pictures of this somewhere we have to find them there is a picture of this Uh, they do like a stations of the cross like live performance Right? So you, all the kids like enact the stations of the cross, and I was cast as Jesus. I had to carry the cross like, from brag, station like, to station. Was there another was, choice? Was, was there any other choice? No. So this is your debut. So you I were had like, to carry all. I had to carry the cross around from station to station while all the parents watched until the final one where I was up against a tree and the crucifix. This is just crazy. <laughs> that we did Very dramatic. Fourth grade. But I like it though. Fourth grade. Uh, and then I was like, you know what? I'm good. Peace out. And <laughs> switched over to uh, public school and went to uh, North Shore Elementary here in St. Pete. And I will, I lived like I've never lived before in fifth grade. I was like, I'm going to be in the Young Astronaut Society. I'm going to be on the choir. I'm going to be in the multicultural universe or the multicultural society. I couldn't even say it in fifth grade. I was uh-huh. like, the multicultural. I was like, I don't even know what this is and I want to be a part of it. I yeah, we didn't have any club. That, I mean, we had sports really? at the Catholic school. That was yeah. probably all they really had the budget for was <laughs> some sports. Well, and so. the carnival every year. Oh, and the carnival. the carnival. Yes, that was or a big, big fundraiser. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how how I got through it. Yeah, help me because I'm like struggling. Like I want to be there to support him, but it's like you, you can't get anything out of them. Yeah. But then they're like they walk around like their life is so horrible. Meanwhile, they have like oh an iPhone. God. They have ex- They have all the yeah. things that they say they want. It's yeah. like okay, like can you help me figure out? What's- I feel like our parents were were pretty good at like poking and prodding enough that I was I I, I made it fine. But you said you went yeah. through the emo stage. I did How did you get out of that the emo then? stage. I grew. I kind of grew out of it. I really did. Like, what, once I got comfortable in high school, and I had a bigger friend group, okay. I feel like that helped me too. And yeah. I did join clubs. Like I got into theater, and that helped me a lot because because I saw Max thriving in theater, okay. and that was really fun because that fun. gives you like just such a fun group of people to be around after school. And yes. it's, it's a nice contrast to sometimes what can feel so intimidating, you know, walking by yourself from class to class and like being sat next to people you don't know and you're trying to make friends. But then you go to like something like uh, practicing for a musical and suddenly there's just Everybody, no shade. Yeah. You're all trying to learn dance moves right. and make mm. costumes together. So <laughs> I think I things that. like that helped. Yeah. For me, like the arts definitely gave me my confidence because, you know, performing on stage and like you said, having friends or doing similar things kind of like helps boost your self-esteem it does it does and and there's just no amount you can really be embarrassed in theater like everyone's just there to be silly yeah (laughs) yeah guys yes well thank you so much for joining us and being a part of helping us get our under the influencer podcast going yes 
really appreciate it. And uh, it's been so much fun. Yes. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it as well. I'll send you some names. Maybe some other send people. Send me some Please ideas. Do. I would love that. And I'm sure I'll see you before, but count the me in front yes. row at the Collar Green Festival. Yes. This year. Sister. Yes. yes. All right. Well, we'll see you next week. See you next week. <laughs>